With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Afternoons on SEN. SEN Afternoons, Cam Luke for Dwayne Russell, who's getting ready for a big 2024. And as we've continually done, we have superstars in studio to chat about not just their sport, but all things life and how they're all going. And today is, in fact, it is a little different. We've probably got the biggest superstar we've had so far. It is Amon Conzi, who is... Now, I was going to go through, Mon, all of your like achievements, but we don't have enough time. So I'm just going to focus on the uh, the AFL B and AFLW B and F from a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. How are you doing? How's, how's it all? Like you're used to, you know, achievements and accolades and being a part of, uh, of, of great all Australian teams and premierships and all the rest of it. But when you're the best player in the competition, does it, does it change? No, I'm still me. Um, <laughs> it is great to be, I guess, recognized individually, but I keep hyping on about this. Like no one can win such a, an award without great people around them. So I just always like to give credit to my teammates and my club because at the end of the day, like you can't yeah, be standing up there without them. So yeah, Every year at the Brownlow, right? Yeah, the person wins the Brownlow and they go on a, like a bender and then they've got sunglasses <laughs> on the next day. Like girls and women are so much smarter than males. So I assume... I assume you're a little bit better the next day or was it a long night of partying? I think there was a photo on Twitter that my teammate posted with some sunnies on. But um, no, it wasn't a massive night. I mean, it was big enough, but um, if you're the girls were in bed Mm -hmm. and they, um, some of them got out to come have a good time um, and everything like that, but... Yeah, we weren't crazy, but mm-hmm. we definitely made the most of it. <laughs> As usual, smarter than the, the male counterpart, and I don't think anyone <laughs> well, would, would disagree. <laughs> what, what, what goes through your mind on, on that particular night? Because I assume when you go in to a, to a league BNF, you are, you know, at least somewhat realistically thinking you're a chance to, to poll some votes. So when you're sitting there, do you, do you start to get nervous? Do you start to get, like, excited? What, what goes through your mind over the course of an evening? I'm going to be honest. I didn't actually think I would be polling that well this year. Okay. Um, I think when you're so fixated on your team not doing as well as you thought, you mm-hmm. don't, like, you forget about your individual performance. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, well, we didn't make finals, so, you know, who cares? Um, but, yeah, and then the votes started coming in, and I was like, whoa, and I think I polled in a couple of losses, and I was like, this is really interesting, <laughs> like, thinking I didn't deserve them at all. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I remember watching my vision for this game and, like, having some feedback. So I was like, okay, like this is great. But I think that's just high expectations on myself yeah. really. Um, but yeah, as the count went on, I think by like around seven or eight, like I'm, I mean, I'm good at maths, but at that time I f- completely forgot about numbers. And I was like, I think seven, I was seven up and I was like, oh wait, does that mean I win? And it wasn't declared early. So I was just seeing this so awkward, so sweaty. I was looking at Katie <laughs> Brennan, like, what do I say? I think I have to go up. Like, oh my goodness. So I think the, what made it so special was not expecting it and mm-hmm. not going in being like, oh, I'm going to win this. Like I've never gone in with that mindset and I didn't, but I think, um, 
Yeah, I think it made it so much more special just uh, sort of it being a surprise. Yeah. It, it, well, it was a brilliant speech for not being prepared. Like you, you spoke <laughs> so particularly well and uh, no real surprise from people who have watched your journey because it, it, it's – it's it, and I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you got time for us because you got WNBL commitments, you've got the AFLW who's got a short little break at the moment. You have so many things on. I, I'm being legit when I ask you this. I, how are you finding the time? How do you find the time to, to do all these things and, and still live somewhat of a normal life? Oh, I don't have a normal life. You don't have life. a normal life? Okay, so we can <laughs> we'll we cross that, that out, yeah. <laughs> no, I think um, I'm really good at not sitting still. So mm. I can't sort of have nothing on because I go a bit mental and I just like to be doing things. So um, I always make time for some friends. I'm, I have got a really good circle that understand that I'm always busy. So if I don't, can't see them for two, three weeks or a month, they completely understand. If mm. I don't talk to them for five days, they understand. But I think I have... Yeah, just great people around me, a good circle that understand everything I do. I got my boyfriend who's plays in the NBL, so he completely understands that as well. My parents, of course, understand. So um, I don't really have much time, but, you know, I have enough time for myself, enough time for the people close to me and enough time to sit home and do nothing. Big shout out to your boyfriend day. who was outstanding on Friday night he and was, a big eh? win for you, Laura. <laughs> he, was, he was brilliant. He was. I, 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 I will and this is no real surprise, I don't follow your mum on Instagram, but I did see you shout out and say, if you follow her, you've probably muted it. Like, is she as crazy as all parents would be in this situation? Is she just reposting everything she can? Is that, is that legit? She does the, the good old screenshot and ah, okay. posts on her story. Yeah. And then she has the font, however it is already. And then she writes in that for the stories. So funny. But she's just really proud of me. I think she sacrificed a lot when I was younger, driving me absolutely everywhere um, pushing me within reason and I guess just being my number one sport, as was my dad as well, but he didn't do as much driving. Um, so I think she's just super proud. And if you ask her, I should win every award every year, mm -hmm. like every other parent, right? But I think I have to understand, like, you know, the time and effort she put in for me, um, I'm really grateful for. But she does love a good post on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram and, yeah, just a proud mum. She does it for my siblings every now and again, but... If you look on there, you think I'm the only child. So, so your mum's the only person who wasn't surprised at League BNF. Now she knew going in, you were going to win it. <laughs> she assumes like <laughs> bloody last year. She was like, "You have to, you have to, you got it." I'm like, "Mum, like you just never know. It's not up to me. <laughs> just relax, have a good time." Um, and she was upset that she didn't come because, like I said, I had I didn't think I was mm -hmm. going to win at all. So I just brought my sister with me. So she was upset she didn't come. My dad was upset. My brother. But it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's it's interesting because I know that you've had some difficulties when it comes to you know choosing within the sports, and you know sometimes there's been the clashing of the seasons and having to miss oh, yeah. a game here and there. And, and you know when you're as talented as you are, it can be frustrating and, and complicated in different aspects. How, how do you how do you deal with it on an ongoing basis? Is it like a year by year proposition? You're, you're at Melbourne at the moment at the Boomers, five and one had a. Or six and one, it might be. Had a great start to the year. Like, how do you how do you approach those sort of decisions or conversations with both, you know, Richmond, but probably more honestly, the the, the basketball side sure. of things. Yeah, so it's it's really awkward. I think if you asked me two th or three years ago, I'd make sure that I was I was playing basketball in the off season and mm -hmm. also WNBL. But I think it's sort of flipped around now. Like footy's something that. I want to keep pursuing and I want to keep getting better at. I want to get a premiership with Richmond. Like mm -hmm. I really want to pursue that. And I really also want to pursue my basketball, but I know that I'm going to get to a point. I'm 24 now. My birthday's on Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, happy birthday, um, thank by you. the way. <laughs> Last Saturday uh, or this Saturday? It was the one yeah, that just went. Okay. 9th well, of December. Happy birthday already. Yeah. 9th of December. You want to send me a present. 
Nah. Um, yeah, so I have to, like, it's more of a month-by-month thing. Okay. So when basketball conversation started to happen, I wasn't even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think I was going to play again. And then I got a call from Chris, my coach at Boomers. We had a conversation, had one from Flyers, and I was like, actually, this is something I could do. I just have to miss the first bit, but maybe I can do it again. But I think maybe next year as the games get – we get more games. We get, you know, footy is now a 12-month thing. I have to really sit back and think what is best for my body, what's best for me mentally, what can I do. But it's definitely not something I think about now. Yep. It's, you know, when mm-hmm. I come to that bridge, whatever that, that saying is. So <laughs> um, more like a day-by-day thing. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you find – I don't know how much hardcore, like high aerobic fitness training is in a WNBL season, but I assume that – all the girls have done their basketball preseason by the time you get in there, which is probably easier than the AFLW preseason. So when you roll on in, do you find parts of it easier, not necessarily the, the technical side of basketball, but the fitness side of it? Do you kind of coast on through? No, it's so hard. Is it so really? Basketball, it's completely different. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of aerobic yeah. in footy, a lot of high-speed running, but you're talking distances, yeah. right? Whereas basketball, you're on a however many metre court and – it's up, back, up, back, and there's no jogging. You can't jog. You have to be in your defensive mm-hmm. stance all the time. You're sliding, you're changing direction, you're jumping, you're sprinting, you're slowing down, you you know, all that sort of stuff. So, And you got to do that all with a ball in your hand mm-hmm. most of the time. So it's – I remember my first up and back session, hands on knees to ripping. We went up <laughs> and back once. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I thought I was fit. But it's completely different fitness. So, yeah, it's different on your body. It's hard surface, lots of – quick, fast movements, which I do on the field, but it, like I said, it's more, I, I got time to walk sometimes. Yeah. Don't say that out loud, but mm-hmm. yes, yeah, completely different fitness. And I do have the aerobic capacity. So I, I can, once I get past that dying point, I'm fine, but it's, yeah, the first couple of sessions is hard. <laughs> do you, um, you, you won a premiership at a, a, a young, you are still young, but at a very young age. And of course, best on in that, that wonderful flag for the dogs and a WNBL championship in a weird sense, with the with the the hub and and the bubble up in in Townsville and far north Queensland, I, like when you hear athletes speak about winning early, they don't necessarily appreciate a premiership until you get later in life. Now, again, you're very young, got a lot to go. But do you, do you think you appreciated that AFLW and that WNBL championship and premiership when they happened, or do you look back on it now and go, yeah, you know what, it's a fair bit into that? I think I, at the time. Back at 18 or 19 or 18 year old Mon, absolutely not. Like, I don't think I understood how special it was to win a premiership. You know, you have an idea, mm-hmm. but once you get older and older and, you know, it's much harder to make finals, let alone win, it's like, okay, I like, I realize how hard this is. We had a really good team at the mm-hmm. Bulldogs. So it's such a great team. And I think, yeah, looking back, I'm like, wow, like, it's actually really, really hard to get to that position. And that's why making or getting another premiership with Richmond is so much more important because it's such a longer journey to get to that point. So I know that when that happens, um, it's going to be so much more special and mean a lot more. But yeah, 18-year-old Mon wouldn't have been able to understand that because I haven't, I guess, had as long a career to understand it. So It was a disappointing year, right? Yeah, mm. it was. Like, is it easy to be able to find – because you had a really good year last year. Obviously, the finals were disappointing, but a really good home and away year which you could build on and didn't exactly go to plan this year. Like, Are you able to, as a group, see the reasons and what actually went wrong where you're easy – not easy, but able to resurrect or at least work towards resurrecting it fairly comfortably? Yeah, it wasn't what 
we didn't end how we wanted to. We wanted to get one better from we from what we did, making top four. But a lot of things happened, a lot of injuries, which isn't, you know, an excuse. It's just something that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of went away from playing Richmond style of footy. So to be able to, I guess, start how we wanted to start, show glimpses in games and then finish exactly how we wanted to play the whole season. So it was good to finish on such a high. Mm-hmm. So I think... Now, like, ending on where we want to start next season was huge. Instead of waiting for pre-season to do that, we already did that in at the end of the season. So I think we have faith and belief in our own, you know, the way we play, our own club. We're going to bring some people in um, to be able to, you know, trust in our process and trust that we can do that. But it, I guess it's professional sport. Like, yeah. you're going to have your seasons and you're going to have your great ones. You're going to have your average ones and everything like that. So we know it's not going to be perfect next year but we know what we need to do and when we need to be well when you play you know the teams that you play was there any surprise to see adelaide and north melbourne battling it out for the premiership no brisbane and north melbourne sorry oh, they won it so i better get the name right yeah. brisbane and north melbourne <laughs> that's good. Hang on, yeah. um i actually yeah i was yeah they're great teams yeah. teams that have been together for a very long time so once you've built that core that um culture even when people do leave, you still got it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what was really special about, I guess, Brisbane. And, you know, they've been there before. They know yeah. what it's like to play finals. It's a completely different mm-hmm. ball game. And as for North Melbourne, like, they've been building, building, building every single year. So for them to make that, it was obviously really good for them. But Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne, North, even Geelong up there, like, there's teams that are going to be forever good. So I think um, we want to be in that top I guess, five best teams in the competition to sort of, you know, show everyone that we can be up there. We can be just as good, but we know that it's going to take a long time because we didn't have those eight years together. So, yeah. Lastly, before we let you go, we always appreciate you. You know, people who come in and, and superstars like yourself, and I wasn't joking. I don't know how you've got the time, but I appreciate <laughs> you have been able to find it. Uh, you play this weekend, Melbourne Boomers. What's it look like for you this weekend? Who you got? So we have Canberra and Canberra on okay. Friday, and then we have Adelaide, at home, so okay. the Boombox in Parkfield State Number Hockey Centre at right. three o'clock. All right. So people, <laughs> is it Melbourne Boomers website? What's the best way to get tickets? Because uh, I think you'll beat Adelaide, but, you know, it's always good to go and uh, see very high quality basketball. Uh, how, how do people get tickets? Melbourne Boomers website, is that the best way yep. to go about it? Go online. Yeah. Um, you can purchase tickets. There's links there. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, if you can't. And... Make sure you get down and support. It's a really great atmosphere at it the Boombox too. It's it's really loud it and we love it. So we could yeah do with some support. Perfect, Amon. Thank you. Firstly, congratulations on what has been a, a remarkably great year again from you. And thank you for jumping in. Thanks for having me. We'll get to a break. Wrap it all up on the other side of this.